We continue on today on this Monday. Beautiful Monday, although I got to admit, we desperately need the rain. I haven't cut my grass in two weeks. It doesn't even look like it needs it. Need the rain big time. But that being said, still a beautiful day today. Out and about. So if you're out trailing around today, enjoy your day. Because at some point, we got to make up for all of this uh, perfect weather. The rain is eventually going to come. So uh, at some point, we'll get it. But right now, it's a beautiful day. Just get out and enjoy it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, if uh, you want to touch base with us in many other ways, there you can. You can always listen to the program, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, let's go to the phone calls because we haven't taken any phone calls today. Eric listening to us on I-90 on hold right now. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Bill? Doing well. What you thinking? Uh, I got a golf event that you might want to, you might be interested in. It, it's a little bit off the wall, but you know how they have the Olympics? They have people like cross-country ski, and then they stop and shoot at targets. You know yes. that? You ever seen that event? And yes. these guys are professional sharpshooters, and they have to learn to control their heartbeat and all kinds of stuff. We we have a golf event that's kind of like that. It happens in February, like the third weekend of February up by Cable. And what we do is we bring our golf clubs with on a snowmobile and a bunch of golf balls. And what we do is we ride, and then we ride for a way. We have designated stops, just like that Olympic sport does. And then we drive mm-hmm. golf balls at Berkabiner skiers. And if you hit one, you collect 25 points. Oh, my God. Then you, what you, you do is you've got you to put your golf bag away. you got to get your balls put away. you got to get on the sled. And you got to ride to the next stop and get nutrition, whatever that may be. And then you get out there and you do it again. And then you yeah. sit and wait for them, and then you drive golf balls at them. And it's, it can be a lot of fun. And I'd like you to come the Ber- up and do that. The, the Berkebiner is, is, Eric, I appreciate the phone call. I'm not hitting golf balls at Berkebiner skiers, for God's sakes. We're not doing that. That's that's terrible. <laughs> that's as bad as when we were doing the uh, description of uh, beer darts the other day, where you know the dude was sitting at the be- with the playing beer darts with a needle hanging out of his foot, one of a dart hanging out of his foot. I'm not gonna hit a Berkebiner skier in the head. As soon as I heard it. "up by cable," I knew I knew kind of where this was going, and I you love cable. What, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah no <laughs> doubt. No, the Berkebiner is an amazing event. It's been around for decades, and uh, it's it, people get geeked, man. It's like I, I we get the the uh, the ski jump out in uh, I think it's Westby, where they do the ski jump, and uh, I get calls every year for you know at some point maybe we'll gather up enough ability to be able to kind of squeeze it into the schedule and get out there and and be a part of that. I've never done that. I've never seen that. So I'd love to. You know, I don't. I'm not not that I'm going to be a ski jumper, but. I'd love to go see it sometime. It's really cool. Can we do that? Eric Hales yeah. from Westby. Eric calls my show a lot. He's a, a WKTY listener in lacrosse. Eric's from Westby okay. originally. So I'm sure he's uh, okay. hopefully not driven I'm golf sure. balls at the ski jumpers, but I'm sure he's Right? There. You don't want a ski jumper taking one in a melon and he's coming down out of the air, you know? <laughs> just, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not hitting gun. Now, if you're, you know, shooting Nerf darts at somebody, that's one thing, but not hit him in the head with a ski ball or with a, with a golf ball, for God's sake. Oh, God, bring sanity back to the program. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, 
1670. Uh, Jack says he believes the Reds are still a threat to the Brewers, even though the Brewers have been able to overcome Cincinnati. I think once these two teams aren't playing each other anymore, the chase is on. Cincinnati has a lot of offense while the Brewers have better pitching. The Brewers still need a fourth or third starter. The the Brewers need a fourth. Well, I mean, you're hoping to get Woodruff back. I mean, was there anything new over the weekend or over the last week, by the way, about Woodruff? Uh, at all, Grant? Do you know nothing positive? I think end of end of July, beginning of August is what I heard yeah. and saw. Yeah, they, yeah, they keep pushing it back, and you kind of wonder why. Uh, you don't really get an update to say this is what's good or this is what's bad. It's just that they keep pushing it back. So I'm, we went from being very very optimistic to very very nervous, and so they may need a fourth arm, but I I still think you're you're relatively solid when it comes to your starting pitching and your depth there that the Brewers have. So I'm I'm not I'm not especially the way Burns pitched. My God, if Burns pitches that Burns pitches that way the rest of the season, holy crap. He threw extremely well. With Burns and Peralta, you still have Tehran, you still got Colin Ray, you got Wade Miley, you got Hauser, you got you know, you got you got some guys there that you can kind of go to. So I I'm not overly concerned about it, but but uh, boy, Corbin Burns threw a gem, a two hit, six although Correct me if I'm wrong. Would you have liked to have seen Corbin Burns go deeper into that ballgame? I think we always want to see the guy keep going. I, uh, what did he finish with, 103 pitches? That's Council, yeah. I'm sure, was about ready to – I mean, he was probably getting a kidney stone in the dugout as soon as Corbin Burns got above <laughs> 95 pitches. He's like, oh, God, i got to get this guy out of here. So I 103, I'll take that because that's pushing right. it for Council. Yeah, I would love to see them get to about 115 to 120 and give them – at least give him another inning. I want to see a Brewers starter eat it up and go seven. Now, the way th- today's game is, uh, and I was reading an article about this uh, during whatever five minute of leisure time I had on vacation, but most pitchers are now pulled on average at 107 pitches. On average. Some have gone as many as 130. Others have gone as little as, you know, whatever when they're getting shelled, but um, but the average is 107 pitches for most most managers. However, because uh, of the prevalence of strikeouts, pitch counts are up because of the way guys throw, whether it's big breakers or this, you know, the high heat. And then they want to get back to the high heat. If a guy starts, even begins, most managers and most statisticians will tell you if a guy loses even a two miles an hour off of his fastball that the sign of fatigue is there and they've got to remove them from the game. And they put all these analytics into it. It was a really a good article that was in the New York post. I think it was the New York post or New York times, one of the two. Uh, but it was, it, it's, they put all the analytics into it and just a guy in a groove is no longer an acceptable argument for allowing a guy to go further into a ball game. And which I think is ridiculous because it is there. It, it's a game that is, while it's driven statistically by the numbers, it is performed with human beings. And when there are certain human beings that are in a groove, you the old adage, especially in baseball, is you don't mess with it. You let them go, you know. Now, you don't want to put them in a bad situation, especially if it's a one-run game and you've got a power hitter coming up. But uh, for the most part, it is unbelievably aggravating not to see guys go at least seven innings when they are in a groove. Give it to a setup man, give it to a closer, and you round it out, and that's the end of it. And – Teams just don't do that anymore, and so if you get a if you get a guy that goes a full six, my God, that's like can that's like a guy that throws a complete game, that you know getting six innings out of a pitcher in today's ball game. So, I would like to see him go a little bit further, but unfortunately, 
Uh, that's not the way most mo- – and I know that there is a lot of uh, Brewers fans that come down and create counsel for it, but when you look at 107 pitches being the average throughout Major League Baseball for starting pitchers, you're kind of like everybody's doing it. It's not ju- – it's, it's the pitch count. It's not even the innings anymore. It's the pitch count. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, 877-867-1670. Kyle says, though, I was shocked that counsel let him come back after he almost passed out, which I agree. I agree with that, too. Um, Rick says the Cubs being eight out and the cards being 12 out makes me, um, oh God, it just transferred down. So I apologize. There you go. Um, it, it makes me, uh, smile. I would never have guessed that back in April that these two teams would be completely out of it. The Cubs have at least a, a look over the fence shot at eight games back. Cardinals are done. Cardinals are done. When the minute we got to the all-star break and the Cardinals were, du- were du- double digits back, it was over. I, I said that at the time, they're done. And they didn't show. They made a nice run. I think they got it to within five games or something to that effect. But that was it. And it takes so – that's why you can't fall so far back. You can't win the division in April, May, June, or even July. But you can lose it because it takes so much to come back and start leapfrogging all the teams in your division when you're double digits back. You just don't have any gas left in the tank, and the Cardinals just don't. They're done. They're done. Um, the Cubs, on the other hand, by the way, and this is from Jason. Jason says, I still think the Cubs have a legitimate shot and the Cubs can be a thorn in our side. I don't. Uh, I, they don't have a legitimate shot. They've got a shot. To say they have a legitimate shot would say that they're right there, and they're not. They're, they're not ready yet, to be quite honest with you. I think the Cubs are okay, but they still have some issues. They don't have consistent pitching down there. And their offense, while it's been really good, I mean, when you look at their scoring, they have given away some big leads, and they've got beaten in close ball games. But they have the offense to pour it on. There's no doubt about that. I just don't think they have enough pitching to get the job. They're a lot like Cincinnati in that sense. I just don't think they have enough to get the job done. 877-867-1670, Yeah, when you look at the Cubs, and remember the Cubs were, the and still are, by the way, the only team in the division – with a positive run differential. Now the Brewers are closing that that gap relatively quick. The Brewers are only a negative eight right now. If they can get to the positive side, it'd be huge. But when you look in terms of, say, the Atlanta Braves at, at 148 runs better than their opponents, the Cubs are 21 runs better than their opponents, while the Brewers are negative eight in that sense. You got the Dodgers plus 85 now, and the Dodgers have started to pour it on, and uh, they've won, what, I think seven or eight out of their last ten, something like that. Uh, San Francisco plus 39 and such. Anyway, long story short is that the Cubs have the ability to hit the hell out of the baseball. And every now and then they'll get a couple of good – Stroman's been fantastic. They'll get a couple of good starts. But they just – I t- they don't have the pitching to be able to hold up. They just don't. Uh, 877-867-1670. And I mentioned the Braves. What about the Rangers? The Rangers are 159 runs better. 159 runs better. Then there's the Rays, who are 152. But how about the Yankees? The Yankees, for all that they thought they were, and, and don't get me wrong, they're 14 games over 500. But they are in last. They're tied for last with Boston. Boston and New York are only battling each other to get out of the basement of the American League East. Tampa Bay has, well, although I will say this, Tampa Bay sitting at 60-36 and 36 in the season. 60-36. and 36. The, the Braves are only a, uh, a win better. But you've got Baltimore, 
who has now won eight straight in the American League East, the Baltimore Orioles, who are now 57-35, and 35, and now they're only a game back in the East. It's been, it's been fascinating to watch over in the American League, specifically for some of the teams that aren't spending a ton of money, and they're winning, so it can be done. Uh, 877-867-1670, that's the phone number if you want to let your voice be heard. You can also catch up with us via email, as uh, our buddy uh, Stephen Richfield did. Good, uh, good day, Bill. Welcome back. I hope you had a great vacation. I was in the Northwoods last week on vacation as well, and I love the week on the lake. By the way, let me say this. I, uh, before I left, I was at, uh, I think it was Walmart in Pewaukee, and I remember many of you, including Steve, telling me that Thermacell is the way to go. And so I didn't know what it was. I, I'd never used it, seen it, whatever. So I bought Thermacell in the two little lanterns. And I used it uh, at the lake house sitting on the deck at night. And I, I am stunned at how good that stuff is. Uh, if you're right there sitting at a table, if a Thermacell is in the middle of your table, and it's going, and you've got any bugs in the area, if, if it's a small table, they won't come near you. I, I literally saw mosquitoes fly down and fly back out. They didn't want to be around this stuff. Whatever it is. Now, we didn't have any wind. It wasn't like the thermocell was being blown away or anything like this. Very still, calm, perfect nights to be sitting outside on the deck, having a beverage, talking, having a cigar, all that kind of stuff. But uh, for those that recommended thermocell, and Steve, you're one of them, kudos. I, I don't know what's in it. I don't know what it does, but it worked. Holy mackerel, it worked. Uh, he said, I was hoping that the expert pundits who would uh, lay low on the Green Bay Packers, and instead they're talking about them winning the division. I was talking with my son-in-law last night. We were both talking that the Packers would sneak up on people this year. Jordan Love will probably play better than Aaron Rodgers did last year, and the defense would then step it up. I think Joe Barry got the message loud and clear that the defense must be better and have now the personnel to do that. I think the biggest question mark is the kicker position. Don't be surprised if Mason Crosby gets a call early. Great weekend by the crew. Entire pitching staff, incredible. Some key hits with runners in scoring position. Nice to see uh, was the come-from-behind win yesterday. That being said, who may trade be the trade target to bolster this offense, Steve? Could you, instead of bringing up Keston here, could you trade him to a team that needs a bat? That's the other ask. You do have a couple of players, you know, everybody's looking for pitching. I don't think you're going to give up on Uribe. Or not give up. I don't think you're going to give him up, I should say. I don't think you're going to give Uribe up. But could you dip into maybe your minor league system for an arm or something to that effect? Especially if you do believe that Woodruff would come back. If Woodruff's not coming back, you're not giving up on pitching. But could you then maybe go in a direction to make a trade for maybe somebody in your bullpen or if you if you know you're going to get Woodruff back, do you then give up maybe one of those other depth starters to a team to get another bat and then you know sweeten the deal or something to that effect with a question here? So I don't know. Just uh, I, there's not many people I want to give up, but you, if you're going to get a, at least a good say a first baseman, you're going to have to give something up because you're not going to get one in return unless you know eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy hit us up. Feel free to go ahead and do so. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Sunset Grill. Big supporter of the motorcycle ride this year. Sunset Grill in Pewaukee Lake. Beautiful outdoor patio in the deck uh, just up above that. And then, obviously, they open up the garage doors to the restaurant. And the, the televisions are on and the sports are on and the food is good. And 
Lake life is awesome. So check out our friends at the Sunset Grill, Pewaukee Lake, right over there on Prospect Avenue. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Paula. Hi. It's come to my attention. I need new windows. You do? Hey, sweetie, what's this? My art project. Honey, it's rotten. We need to toss it. Then why do we have to keep our rotten windows, Dad? Well, you came to the right place. Pell has a limited lifetime warranty on our wood windows, so this doesn't happen again. Thank you. Visit PellaWI.com today. Looking for a hot ride this summer? Find yours this July at Pottawatomie. You could win your share of $400,000 in cash and prizes or rumble all summer long in one of four brand new Harley Davidson motorcycles. It's the Hot Ride Motorcycle Giveaway this July, only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel, Milwaukee. Visit PaysBig.com slash Hot Ride for more details. Must be 21 and a club member to play. One of the things that uh, we enjoyed this uh, this past week on vacation was when uh, we had the boat out uh, down in uh, Brookville. And uh, one of the things that we had done was had a bimini top put on it uh, last year. And my buddy Dwayne, and Dwayne's covered all. Every time I put the thing up, it's awesome because he had it custom made just for my height. Uh, a lot of bimini tops aren't over 6'5". And uh, this thing is. It's 6'7", and it gives me another inch and a half of headroom, and it's awesome, and and uh, you can do 35, 45 miles an hour with the thing up, and it doesn't fly off. Or, I mean, it's just, it was, uh, it was awesome. G- great stuff. And the work that he does is amazing. And uh, that's our buddy, uh, Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. D U A N E S, Cover It All. Dwayne's Cover It All in Wausau. And if you're looking for a boat cover, an awning, uh, maybe covering, re- doing some office furniture, whatever. Get a hold of him, 715-870-2119. It is worth it, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. You cannot go wrong, absolutely. That's our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. Um, the, uh, Todd wants to know when the uh, Bally Sports uh, on Dish uh, with the Dish Network are going to be going belly up. I don't know when they take away the uh, the valley. I, I don't know where that is right now, um, to be honest with you. I don't know. I know Major League Baseball has promised that this year Bally was operating a lot of the regional broadcasts uh, and the local broadcasts, but um, Major League Baseball was the one that was ensuring the payments to the teams. So when you talk about the Brewers making moves and money to spend and such, and some of you have alluded to that, that without the Bally's money, the Brewers aren't making any moves. Uh, Major League Baseball has said that the, these teams will get money. Now, I don't know if they're making full payments or how they're doing it, but I do know that uh, the Brewers are not going to be completely left holding the bag when it comes to the amount of money that Bally's was supposed to pay them for their uh, for their local rights. So, uh, just you know, just kind of throwing it out there that it's not. It, while it, it does hurt and it hurts Major League Baseball more than anything, it it won't specifically be wholly detrimental to just the Brewers. 
Uh, Darren says, the Brewers' wish list, the obvious would be a batter two. And to be honest, uh, I value getting another reliever over a four or five starter. Reasoning is, is coming in August. You're going to be uh, Burns, Peralta, Woodruff. And let's be honest, maybe Miley. He's been solid in Tehran or uh, other the, the last few starts. Uh, heck, Hauser or Ray can even handle a four or five spot as well. We're fine with starters, but another quality reliever makes us even that much better. Which, again, you could end up with, if you're going to do another quality reliever, you could actually just say move one of those guys that you had mentioned that can start to the pen. I don't think you're in you're 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 in desperate need of starters, to be honest. Let's go to uh, Richard listening to us in Milwaukee. Richard, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hi, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I thought if Yellick had to hit as well as he did with the Marlins, and he's achieving this, he's doing that back a little bit better. But then I looked at the lineup yesterday. Seven of the nine batters uh, that the, that was that were in the lineup were all below the league average in OPS. League average is 7.29. They need offensive help in so many positions: DH, first base, second base. Terrain does a nice job defensively, but he's been an offensive dug, uh, not doing well. Anderson hasn't hit well since the end of April, and now he's out with a back problem. Adamas is probably seeing dollar signs and being blinded by that. Uh, right field is, is bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Even Taylor with his uh, right arm, uh, it's questionable how effective it, uh, he can be. They need right. so much help offensively. This team cannot sustain being in first place with that type of lineup. They, they got amazing pitching against Cincinnati. They scored nine runs in four games, and they won all four game, last four games. Yeah. Uh, but that cannot be sustained. They got five really good relievers. Wilson maybe uh, pitching well in, in Nashville and is coming back from uh, uh, Tommy John surgery. He's been a past success. If he continues, he'll be a help. I won't. I wouldn't count on Woodworth until he's actually back pitching, because you just don't know with a right. shoulder injury whether one could be effective again. He may be able to come pitch, but will he be able to go five innings? Will he have command? Uh, that's questionable. You just have to wait yeah. and see on him. But where are they going to get the help? I mean, their 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 farm system, uh, then Triple A. They got a bunch of four A players. There's just not much there. Keston here might come up, and he could give them like a short-term uh, energy drink, maybe a week, week and a half. But mm-hmm. I don't think he can sustain hitting against major league hit, uh, a pitching. And right. this guy Jones, he was tearing up in the Triple A. Well, what position can he play? He came off of, he's coming off of Tommy John surgery. He's uh, 13 months off of it. Can he even play second base? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what he's even doing up there. He doesn't play when he's up. They keep playing Winker, and Winker is about 130 points below league average in OPS. He's got a very bad war. He's like a negative eight or negative point eight, yeah. which uh, can't run. They have to pinch run for him. Can't hit for right. average. No, right. I agree. I, when when you go through that, I mean, like, even if you brought uh, Keston here up, I God, you don't want to put him at first base because he doesn't get successful over there on the consistent. But are you going to take the defensive prowess of Bryce Terang out of second, even though Bryce Terang's only hitting, what, 200? 
I mean, it, right. it's it's a terrible conundrum to have. I agree with you, and and I agree when you looked at the when you looked at the lineup. I appreciate the phone call. When you looked at the lineup, say you take the lineup from what was it Saturday? I remember sitting there and I'm watching. I'm like, it's Yelich and Contreras, and both guys are uh, Contreras is is rebounded. He's batting extremely well, and and he's been hitting the ball much more as of late. And I think his batting average was over 270 at the time. Uh, and then you look at Adamas sitting there in the third at, at you know in, in the third hole. With I think they put Owen Miller behind him. Now, you're trying to stick Adamas there, and he's he's hit better, but you're trying to stick Adamas there to try to get guys around him who are hitting the ball to boost Adamas back up. And I agree with you, Tyrone Taylor. I mean, they're giving him an opportunity, but Tyrone Taylor, every time it seems like, okay, he's healthy, he's ready to go, and he's going to get an opportunity, and then he gets hurt, or somebody else comes along, and he just gets kind of shuffled to the back. He's just never been able to kind of take off and own that spot in right field. You know, I, you mentioned, um, you know, Bryce Terang, and you talk about Joey Weimer. Joey Weimer's below average. He's what I think he's only in like two ten, something like that. Terang's two hundred five. I mean, there's there's enough there to say you know you you desperately need a bat. Who are you going to take out of the lineup? I. I don't think you can look at anybody other than, say, Contreras and Yelich and, and Owen Miller and maybe a few guys to say that you're done. You you know, you, you, you I don't think anybody else has the ability to say, hey, you got to keep me in because I'm I'm lighting it up. Well, no, you're not. That just isn't happening. Um, and and I, I, which I agree, Mark says, why don't you just throw out the best damn hitters and continue to play this past weekend? They always tinker with the lineup. The lineup they put out there was Yelich, Contreras, Adamas, Owen Miller, Caratini uh, was your catcher because Contreras was your DH. Uh, Montessario was hitting two fifty nine. Then it was Bryce Terang, Tyrone Taylor, and uh, then it goes down from there. And then Joey Weimer. You had the, the lowest batting averages, the last three guys in your lineup. Winker came in, ended up taking a walk. I get it in, in the at-bat. But you had you loaded the top of your lineup for the most part, and it paid off. They scored some runs, you know. It paid off, but they didn't score a plethora. It's not like they're all beating the hell out of the baseball. You you won basically one to nothing, and that was a brilliant game by Corbin Burns. But he's right. You it's you're winning these games, but you're not winning these games um, by winning the games five to five to one and seven to two and things like that. You're winning the games one to nothing, three to one, four to four to three. And the one thing, I guess, out of this whole stint, when you say that you can't sustain like that, the one thing you're learning is, as we've always said, good pitching beats good hitting every day of the week. And that's the reason the Brewers are still in first place. And they've got a negative run differential, but it's because good pitching has beat, beaten good hitting more often than not. It, it, it's, they are the walking cliche because they're not a good hitting baseball team. The Brewers are the walking cliche where good pitching beats good hitting more often than not, and that's the reason they're in first place. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us. would love to hear from you if you got something to say or maybe you got somebody that you think a deal could be made for. By all means, let us know this portion of the program. Saw Dave and the gang from Steel Tank Brewing uh, over the weekend. They were out in, uh, out at Wisconsin, Harley-Davidson, and Oconomowoc. But they're right there on Roebrook Lane, and they are the home the landing spot for the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, and we are really going to start pushing that now. The 120th is now out of the way. 
Now we want to start pushing the pre-registration and getting people ready for the motorcycle ride benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. We need you. And thanks to our friends at Steel Tank, for, which is a veteran-owned business, for hosting the after party. We're looking forward to it. We saw the Cheap Shots, the band that's playing the after party up at Suburban Motors, and they rocked the house there on Friday night. It's all coming together, but we can't do it without you. Go and get pre-registered. Go to Big Unit Poker Run on Facebook. And don't forget, keep supporting our great sponsors and our friends out at Steel Tank Brewing on Roebrook Lane in O'Connor. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. John Atley and the gang over at the Water Doctors, they uh, they came to us, part of the ride this year, stepped up, stage sponsor, after the motorcycle ride, the post party, and uh, thanks to them for being a part of it, uh, but more so thanks to them for the product that they have, and that is the Connecticut Water Softening System. Go to H2, the letter O, doctors.com, H2Odoctors.com, and uh, if you want to give them a call directly, you can, 262-549-7733, uh, excuse me, 33. Uh, 262-549-7733. That is the Water Doctors, and they can help you out with the best water softening system out there. You'll know. The one thing I notice when I travel, hard water versus soft water. My God, most of the time when I come home, I cannot. One of the first things I do is jump in the shower. J- the, the difference is dramatic. It just is. And I uh, love, love my Connecticut water softening system in my house. I, I can't say enough good things about it. So, uh, which was one of the things we did right away. Got home, just wanted to relax for about ten minutes before we had to get back out on the road and start heading down to the uh, Bud Pavilion at State Fair Park. And I said, I just, I need, I need to get a shower. Just the feeling of my hair was just from hard water. It's just, ugh. So uh, the Connecticut Water Softening System is the best. Go to h two the letter o doctors dot com or call them two six two five four nine seventy seven thirty three anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. Um, I got uh, I got an email here uh, from our our last caller. Uh, which is uh, from Jeff in Waukesha, I said, good show. Where did the guy call from? For the emergency lane on the freeway? Okay, we suck. We get it from the caller. Uh, this guy would complain if you had an all-star team. Lighten up, sir. Baseball, not an equal sharing uh, opportunity among teams. Enjoy the ride. At least my LSU Tigers won the College World Series. This guy is never positive. Wow. A win is a win. Good gosh. Uh, here's an idea. Cheer for the Marlins. Jeff from Waukesha. <laughs> No, I get it. There's a reality to what the Brewers are going through right now. And you're winning baseball. Now, Grant, let me ask you this. If I would have said at the beginning of the season that Christian Yelich would be hitting 280-plus, but not many players on this team would be hitting above 250, would you believe that they're in first place in the division? And Woodruff would be down for the most most of the season. Well, and Eric Lauer has been MIA, and Aaron Ashby yeah. hasn't been up, too. So, um. Man, that's, a, that's, a, that's no. a tough question. Pro- probably I think most no. of us would have yeah. thought that the Cardinals would be winning the division, right? Yeah, because because a couple months ago, the Cardinals being this bad was unfathomable. We've gotten to the point now where, where we're used to it. It's like, oh, the Cardinals are having a miserable year. I could never have seen this coming months ago. So, yeah, I think I'm with you. I would have assumed the Cardinals would have been in first place. Yeah. Right. That's what we all would have assumed. I agree with you. I think where we're at is, and again, it's the cliche of, 
Good pitching beats good hitting. Their pitching has been better than average. You just look in Major League Baseball where you take a team like Cincinnati, and Cincinnati right now, when you go by the MLB stats, Cincinnati is ranked 12th overall OPS in Major League Baseball. The Brewers, uh, they climbed a little bit this weekend. They got out of the 28th spot, and they climbed up to 25. So the Brewers are sitting at 25th in Major League Baseball. 25th. A, a, a big disparity. But when you look at some of the best pitching in baseball, the Brewers are 12th, and you start to go down that list, and you find Cincinnati at 26th. So you flip-flop these teams, but the really good hitting team is not winning the division. The team with the better pitching is winning the division. And that goes. that's why I said the Brewers are a walking cliche. They, they could use more hitting, absolutely. But because good pitching beats good hitting more often than not, specifically in today's day and age of this game of grip it and rip it, the Brewers can have some success, which is why you can have some belief that the Brewers are a, a, a pretty good baseball team in but, that sense. Bill, I don't think the Brewers are that much more talented than any other team in this division. I don't think they're that much more talented than the Cardinals. I think the no. Brewers are the adult team in this division. They have experience mm-hmm. and they have good players at all the right spots. They have a manager that's been there, done that. I don't think they're overwhelming the rest of the Central with talent. They're the grown-up adult team in this division, and that's why they're leading it here in mid-July. Absolutely. They've got that experience. They've got a manager that's been there, done that, and is experienced at it and has had more success in getting statistically more out of his players than probably anybody else in the division, no doubt about that. That I agree with. Can we – Bear to believe that the Brewers are the most experienced postseason team in the division in the last decade. That says a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I have people point out sometimes callers and, and really pro Brewers people. It's like, you guys, we're always hating on the Cardinals and, and being jealous of the Cardinals. They really don't have that much playoff success since their last World Series run. No more than the Brewers, right? at least. Yep. 100% agree. The the only thing that's eluding the Brewers is obviously a you know a, a World Series run and then winning themselves a World Series championship. But but we all know you know that's a dare to dream at this point. I guess is the best way to put it because we all know they're going to get to the postseason at some point, and then you just kind of wait for the year the demise to happen, and that's kind of what we've been conditioned to believe. So anyway. Um, this is from uh, this is from Ricky. Ricky says, uh, "Hey Bill, uh, great discussion regarding the Brewers. I too believe that good pitching beats good hitting. However." The Brewers need two hitters, not just one. They need somebody else to back up that fourth spot, and they need somebody at the bottom of the lineup to at least get on base, so that way you can have a guy like Christian Yelich or Contreras drive him in. I don't know, but where are you going to put two guys? Who are you taking out? Are you just going to right field and first base? Maybe that I could agree with. But I, I, how much are you going to give up to get two solid bats? That's where you, would, that's where you might say, well, we'll give Keston here a shot. Maybe, you you know, but again, Kessian here is more of a second baseman, even though he's not that great of a second baseman. He's more of a second baseman than he is an outfielder and a first baseman. And I know they try to tinker, and it seems like every time they try to move him to first base, he concentrates so much on playing first base and being a better defensive first baseman that his offense goes to crap. So I, I don't know that I'd mess with him that much. And Bryce Terang has been really good defensively at second base. Do you take him out? I mean, how many times does he have to go behind second over to the shortstop side of the field to make a play and, and turn around and use his arm for you to go, wow, I just defensively, I don't know if I can even take this guy to the lineup because he's been that good. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, Greg says, hey, Bill, 
Uh, going back to the discussion regarding the Green Bay Packers, it's why not the Packers this season? Nobody's got a real stranglehold on the division. So I'm waking up every day telling myself, why not the Green Bay Packers? All Jordan Love has to do is play as good as Aaron Rodgers did last season, and this team needs needs to win one more game, and they'll find themselves in the postseason. Cross your fingers, book it, we will be there. That's from Greg. Greg, I like your optimism. I don't agree with it, but I like your optimism. And then last but not least, uh, Josh says that this team has been in desperate need of a first baseman for quite some time right now. They refuse to spend money on that position because they just don't believe in high-paid power hitters that play the corners. They never have. They never will. They believe in up the gut, and I, too, understand that philosophy, but they will never spend money on a first baseman of any quality. Uh, and that is from Josh. Josh, appreciate the amount. It's not about spending money at this point. It's really not. It's, it's just about finding another bat that maybe can play that position. But it's it's – I'm not saying first base is easy because it's not, but because there's more to it. You're involved in more plays than just a regular position player. But um, if there's an availability for a first baseman to work a deal out, I got to think Matt Arnold's going to go for it. As much as people love Roddy Telez is not here on a long-term contract, nor an expensive contract, you know, as much as people love him, I, it, it, Rowdy Telez, I hate to say it, but for those of you that walk around in Telez jerseys, he's replaceable, easily replaceable in many different facets. He's not giving you power numbers. He's not giving you average numbers. He doesn't have speed. He's not a tremendous gold glove defensive first baseman. So what do you got? You got a great big beefy backstop over there who's been a fun guy to watch, but now it's time for productivity out of that position. And they're not getting it on the consistent, so you start searching. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We've got a lot more to get to. Uh, our friends over there at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, they're a big part of the motorcycle ride because Tom and the food truck and everybody are going to be helping out our friends at Steel Tank, and you're going to get uh, burgers. You're going to get barbecue. You're going to get a lot of brews, good craft brews and such, and they're going to help us out with the food truck at the end of the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. We're, we're starting to really kind of put the full court press on now just to get people pre-registered for this and get you awareness. we got people that are bringing friends. We need you to bring friends and friends to bring friends. We want to continue to grow this thing. Uh, I put a post out yesterday. Does anybody know of a larger motorcycle ride in the state of Wisconsin? I'm told we're the second largest, and I think it's the uh, maybe the fallen police officer's ride might be bigger. But what else is bigger? And we want to continue to grow it. We want to get really, really big. And we want to continue to do it and raise money and awareness for Fisher House, Wisconsin. That's what we want to do. So we, uh, we've got to say thanks to a lot of great people like Tom and the gang at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews on County Road K in Oconomowoc for stepping in and saying, we got you. We'll help you out. We No problem. We'll take care of it. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Paula. Hi. Come to my attention, I need new windows. You do? Hey, sweetie, what's this? My art project. Honey, it's rotten. We need to toss it. Then why do we have to keep our rotten windows, Dad? Well, you came to the right place. Pell has a limited lifetime warranty on our wood windows, so this doesn't happen again. Thank you. Visit PellaWI.com today.
Potawatomi Hotel Casino. They are a tremendous place, not only to visit, uh, to go eat, get yourself a beverage, have a little fun, do a little gambling, uh, whether it's you know poker or what have you. Uh, some of the table games, you've got the bingo is back, uh, and they have the sports book, which is uh, in progress. Uh, the temporary one is set up, and that's really cool. But the new big one is going to be something right out of Vegas. It is, it's is—it's exciting to watch that thing grow. So check out our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, Milwaukee. And whether it's an overnight stay, if you want to go down the street to a Brewers game, or maybe you just want to take out into the town in Milwaukee uh, for a night, go to PaysBig.com. Make your reservations now. PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. That's our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Uh, Mark says, I'd call up Hira to DH, DFA Winker, and trade your first baseman or trade for a first baseman. Might not be a bad way to go. If Keston Hira comes up and all he has to do is hit, he can be a, a second baseman. He can play other areas in a pinch, but if all he has to do is hit and he's just there to be a bat, no other pressure, that might not be a bad way to go. I could live with that because you're not going to get you're you're just not going to move that defensive prowess at second base right now. You're just not. Bryce Terang has just been just awesome to watch. It's it's the defense in the infield at your your up the middle positions is just been just something fun to pay attention to. How many times now over the last two, three weeks have we heard whomever doing the game, Brian Anderson or whomever? Say, oh my God, how do he do that? Or what an incredible play! It's just, it's been probably one or two per game now. Uh, Adamus with the leaping catch the other day with Corbin Burns on the hill to lead off the game, and uh, Adamus went, went, climbed the ladder, went way up, and grabbed one and brought it down. It's just been, uh, it's been fun to watch, and and you know, you hope that eventually it kind of trickles down and their offense becomes better. But I still think you're going to need a couple of bats. Um. This one's from Wade. Wade says, uh, hey, Bill. Uh, he says, um, have you ever thought, oh, uh, you know what, uh, Wade, that's kind of another question for another day. Uh, talking about motorcycle rides and you know, American Family Field and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole. Um, Justin says that I believe that the Brewers are going to win the division. It's whether or not they can win any games in the postseason. Do you think their pitching is good enough to beat a team like Atlanta? Yes. Yes, I do. I, I <laughs> They've got good quality starters. And, again, remember, you don't need five deep in the postseason. You only go four deep most of the time. With the way the postseason is set up, with off days and such, you only go four deep. You're not playing, you know, an eight-game, eight games and eight-day stretch. You'll play, you know, two on, three, you know, get an off day, three on, an off day, two on, you know, that kind of thing. You're, you're, not, you're not doing it consistently. Uh, like a you know ten game road trip, so you can you can have four guys in your rotation, and I think their their four guys are solid. You know Burns, Peralta, Miley's thrown well, and then take a pick. You know the the godsend would be is if come the end of July, in the next two weeks you start to get good news about Woodruff, who they say well maybe he he's feeling good. There's no stiffness, no soreness, and it's just going to take a little time to get his legs on him. And he comes back and starts throwing the ball. That that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario. You got to go with one of the other guys that are there right now. Six games against the Braves in the next month too, Bill, just in the next few weeks. So we're going to learn. We'll see. Yeah, You're going to find out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, if you've got uh, the good, as we've stated, good pitching beats good hitting most of the time. If you can, let's just say you split with Atlanta. I think that's a great showing. I'll take it. You, you take it in a heartbeat. Just splitting with Atlanta would be good. You know, now if you get beat up and, you know, out of the, what is it, six games they have with them, I think? Yeah, three home, three away, I think. I'll double yeah. check, but yeah. Out of those six games, if they end up, you know, only winning two, then, yeah, it's not the way to go. Then that, that team is just a juggernaut offensively speaking. But, yeah, if, if you split with them, you go three and three, God forbid you go four and two. Holy mackerel. You're out of your mind at that point. Because, you know, pitching can beat the good hitting on the consistent. So, I, I you'd take that in a heartbeat. Got another hour of the program yet to go, so we're looking forward to getting your thoughts. Uh, I do want to get back to uh, some of you have emailed, and I wanted to stay on the topic of the Brewers because the Brewers really, they're playing right now, and that's one of the reasons you want to stick with them. But there are more than a few people that uh, have a lot of belief in the Green Bay Packers and are pretty mad at me. Uh, one, actually calling me an idiot, but uh, which that's fine. Uh, I've, I've answered to that name numerous times throughout my lifetime. Uh, but that really believe that the black cloud is lifted, and because of that, all is right with the world in Green Bay, and therefore the Green Bay Packers are indeed the team to beat. Now, whether they're looking at life through green and gold glasses or they're looking through life uh, via sensibility, we'll have to wait and see. I'll read both emails, or all three emails, but uh, people believe that the, the Packers should be the team to beat, even though they didn't win it last year. And mainly, mainly it's because they don't have a four-time MVP on the roster anymore. So we'll get into that when we come back. Next hour, do a little Packers chatter. Packers getting ready for training camp and a lot of people anticipating this season. 877-867-1670. You can find us. Hit us up. Love to hear from you. Bill Michael Show. We continue. More to come right after this. 